Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Women in Sport. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm Rianne Evans, and this week we are talking hockey. It's still there for Alzi on the reverse. She can get the shot. Oh, she scores! Alzi doubles the lead. It was a catalogue of errors in the circle, both offensively and defensively, until it fell to Lily Owsley. And then she put the reverse sticks through it, and she doubles the lead. The Great Britain 2, New Zealand now. Kim Carney. Forward. Uh, Louise Slater, midfield defender. Zoe Crow, midfield. Yes, so we're recording now. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with your backstories in hockey. So how long you've been playing for, which I know is a very long time. <laughs> um, yeah, how long you've been playing for and how did you start playing hockey in the first place? Starting with you, Kim. So um, my parents were actually involved in other sports and um, when we moved into our house in Farm Hill in uh, I think it was 1990, uh, their neighbours were actually um, hockey players and they sort of introduced them to it because it was quite family orientated and um, with us too. Of Zoe and myself, um, I think my mum and dad wanted to get into something where they could bring the kids along and have a good day out. Um, so I think it was two years later we were actually allowed to start going down. And, we, and back then it was down on Poro's pitch on the uh, grass. We had a little um, junior section started there and um, carried on and progressed then through to school and into senior matches. I think we were allowed to play then from. 11, 12 in senior matches, which you can't do anymore. But yeah, I think that's the way of all sports are going at the moment. And um, yeah, sorry, just quickly, how is it playing like as sisters? Because it's <laughs> your names pop up like, and it's like <laughs> the sister duo strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it fun of you always playing yeah, on the I same guess team together? I don't know anything different, to be honest, because we've been playing since we were so young that I guess we're just so used to having each other on the team. I feel, I guess we feel a bit lost. Um, when she isn't on the team or which is very unusual because Kim literally has a 100% record attendance at every uh, match um, and every competition so it's normally me that's uh, not taking part but um, yeah I guess it's I guess it's just something that we're used to we've just been doing it for since we were I guess we were playing Ladies B since we were what 11 10 11 um, maybe something, something like that, that. something like yeah. that um, obviously Kim was started even earlier than I did didn't you so um yeah, I guess it's something that we've just sort of been used to. We've got a bond. I feel like we sort of know where each other are going to play, if that makes sense. Sometimes I sort of think, right, where would Kim run? <laughs> okay, don't go for that ball. Kim's going to go for that ball. Or, you know, so um, I guess sometimes we sort of can figure each other out, I guess, a little bit more so because um, we've been just playing alongside each other for so long. Um particularly enjoy playing with Kim when she plays in the mid- midfield with us. Um, it's really nice to have her sort of like right next to you. So, um, and she's very good. She's the captain of the team and she sort of tells us where we need to be, what we need to do. Um, so it's nice to have somebody um, telling us, you know, taking control. And, Absolutely, yeah. Um, pushing us on, really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Louise? Um, well, my family didn't play hockey, but I really got involved from primary school I was always quite sporty at primary school, but until high school, it, you know, when you start actually playing, you know, back then, I mean, now I'm a t- primary school teacher myself and we do play hockey, we do play netball. You know, back when I was at primary school, we didn't really play hockey as such. It might have been like a uni hot plastic stick, but nothing really, you know, using proper hockey sticks or anything. So when I was in year seven, you know, I just, I just picked up the sport quite quickly and I was lucky enough that um, one of my PE teachers... 
at the time. Um, she actually played for Vikings. So I think she snapped me up before a backers or, <laughs> so another, te- another teacher from another club sort of poached us. So um, that's how I started, really. Went down to training at Vikings after she told me all the information. And that was it, really. Started playing with these girls when I was, like, 11. Um, then I dragged my sister along. She was a couple of years older, um, and she still plays when I was two kids. And I think there's lots of siblings in our club. We're quite lucky it is a family orientated club. Um yeah, and started playing senior hockey from 11, 12 with all the adults and started at the lower leagues and then just sort of worked our way up, really. Yeah. So all three of you have been in like in the <laughs> hockey have, scene yeah. for a substantial amount of time. Yes. Have you definitely. seen the game change much over the over the years? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, well, like Kim said, we first used to train on grass, so that's a, a huge difference to go on to Astro. Um, I don't think I actually played any fixtures on grass apart from Whit Festival. No, I never played um, on grass. Or school school games yeah. Um, yeah, yeah school mix and then obviously we played <laughs> yeah. on the Astro down at the NSC where it was where it was a bit more sand based than it was and then obviously the the some t- I guess the pitch base is, has changed quite dramatically and then obviously it went to water base and then we've sort of gone back a little bit um again since the end um NSC flood Ooh, bless. um but um yeah I guess in terms of um so with the grass obviously it's more control based now because obviously used to be able to hit the ball so well on the grass and it would be bobbling and everything like that. So I guess on the Astro, it's a bit more control that's needed um, and required to sort of make sure that you've got good touch um, and can move the ball quickly um, and more accurately, um, I guess, um, now. so And also now with um, the exploring sort of 3D skills and everything like that, you know, lots of players now are really skillful because they can keep hold of the ball for a longer period of time on the Astro as opposed to on grass. And... Um, and it's so fluid and fast, and that obviously makes the speed of the game so much faster. Um, and I guess you can do a lot more with it. Um, yeah, sticks have improved. Sticks have yeah. improved. I think what we, you know, years ago it was like wooden. When we first started playing, it was wooden sticks, really. And now yeah. you've got your carbon fibre with all your different percentages of yeah, carbon. Yeah, now you have no idea what to composite. The low bow, mid bow, um, high bow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But there's there's so many sort of like tactical sort of skills based that that changed, haven't they? You know, mm-hmm. sort of people doing sort of different short corners, like the drag flick came in, like um, reverse hitting. You know, we never mm-hmm. used to do any of that when we were younger. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, the the youths now that's just norm. That's just you know what they should be doing as a as a junior and and obviously all the way through. So some of the skills are new to us. Um, and like you know, we we need to acquire them as well. We've we've had to try, try. and change our game <laughs> yeah. to acquire those new skills as well. So obviously, like now, a lot of juniors are lucky that they've got all these sort sort of um, extra skill mm-hmm. skills that are available to them. And like with the sticks and with the obviously pitch, they can make full use of that and, and play a really interesting game. So I remember playing hockey in school on grass. <laughs> so it haunts me to this day <laughs> like I loved hockey but I think I remember one time I, it was like the one time I didn't have like shin guards and oh, yeah. I remember getting a, a ball to the side that of my ankle nice. and yeah. it just went purple immediately <laughs> I was like I I'm think, going to netball yeah. <laughs> are you happy to play on the grass if you knew that you had somebody at the back that could absolutely yeah. hit the ball Towards you, then you thought, yeah, you know, we want to win here. So you can hit it. I really remember well. it was Kristen Callow and oh, Kim oh yeah, <laughs> like you could smash it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. not one to get in the way. Um, they've got had good hand-eye coordination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. yeah, definitely with their badminton as well. Yeah. So do you because you've got uh, mixed leagues and you've got women's leagues. Which yeah. do you prefer playing in? Oh, um, tricky. So I think this is like quite a bone of contention at the moment because. Um, 
even though you look at the Isle of Man and you look at the population that we've got here and you try and compare it to somewhere in the UK, so try and take somewhere like Burnley, for instance, they wouldn't have and they don't have a full um, three, four leagues of ladies and men's uh, and they wouldn't have five leagues of mixed hockey in that one region. They'd be in the northwest region and they'd be in the like feeder leagues. And you try and look at it like that because I think a lot of people sort of think, oh, what can we do now for Manx hockey? And there is a lot of various ways that we can go about this and options that have been open to us. You know, there wasn't the option of being able to filter a team into the leagues at that point. There might be now, but then there's a restructure that's going on in England hockey at the moment and it looks like that's going to be delayed for another year as well through the new proposal that they've put out. However, I think the mixed for the girls is great because I think the standard of women's hockey in the Isle of Man actually excels because we get to play with yeah, the definitely. games with the men's. You get the higher pace, you get the quality. Um, it just brings you along, um, especially in the teams that I've played in, in Vikings and Backers. Um, they're quite happy to use their ladies and push their ladies um, and it really does bring you on. And I think, you know, for me as a player, that's made me tougher, stronger, faster. Yeah. Um, and even with before I went to university, that made me ready. Um, whereas a lot of people go away now and think, oh, wow, this is so... It's meant to be um, non-contact sport. Well, it is. But, it, you know, you both coming together in sort of battles, but people are like, oh didn't think I was going to get pushed off the ball, but it's, it's not really, ball, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a contest. So I think in that about. aspect, the mixed really does help. Um, and I love playing mixed, personally. I wouldn't like to see it, like, gone completely. Um, the men's, I suppose, you know, some some people don't like it. Some people out of the men's don't like it because they think it does slow them down, especially, you know, if they're not into the first 11 then, you know, they're going down a little bit more of a level compared to what they're playing in their men's premiership. Um, however, it is one of those things where you, you'll you lose the ladies if you'd stop mixed completely, I think. I think um, we wouldn't excel as much as we do now. Um, whereas the men's, yeah, okay, so what, what are you going to do if we get rid of mixed? How are the men? Are you going to get better by playing the teams that you're playing another two times? Yeah, that's a problem, isn't because it? the only other options you've got at the moment, which is an idea that's floating around um, and we're trying to put forward, is that um, in the UK competitions, in the cup competitions that we're playing at the moment with the cup uh, with the clubs, we're trying to sort of see whether we could do maybe an island A and B, both men's and ladies, so that. Um, the elite players over in the Alvaman get more game time against higher opportunities because at the moment we're kind of restricted with counties for both of the men's and ladies and then at club level you're in a knockout competition and as soon as you're knocked out that's, that's the end of it yeah um so I think you are stuck there um you're in a little bit of a rut but yeah. I, I I wouldn't like mixed to be gone no. for a personal is, reason is there tension there from from any of the men at all i think like the past few years there's been lots of proposals yeah. from the mha of you know jobs. options to try yeah. and you know cut down the mixed league and get rid of it keep it 
and all the clubs have always fed back and we still have a mix and um and the men's and ladies league so i think it must be to, you know general opinion to keep it i i really love mix but then i love ladies as well so it's nice to have yeah. the mixture in the year yeah. and it's also good you know for people who aren't you know in the perhaps first second teams are playing just for enjoyment for the social side of yeah. it you know i think that's what if a you lot seg- of people you could really segregate a club if you're just playing men's and ladies um you know yeah. so it's i nice think to social, play mix as i think well. socially, socially it's good too. um having that mixed is really good for the club um, because I know when we have played ladies football, you know you don't really know any of the men's uh, football, and you turn turn up at the dinners, and you sort of yeah, the ladies are on one side of the yeah. room, the yeah, men's exactly. are on the other side. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of it, and, like, and when, that's the way that it is. It disperses like, that the mixed. Yeah, mixed. definitely. Yeah. But I also think from um, a personal side of things, like when we were younger, obviously we were mixing in with. Um, adults uh, obviously both men's and ladies and playing mixed with adults um as well so i think that was quite good for a confidence thing for younger players is to obviously socialize and mix with different sort of ages on the pitch isn't it mm-hmm. i think that also helps you as a for personal skills as yeah. well not just yeah, obviously in hockey as a as an individual to actually yeah. mix in and socialize and speak to people within your within your team that may be you know 20 years older than Absolutely. you but you're still sort of included with the club and um you all get on which yeah. you know is, is a bonus as well in itself yeah mm-hmm. i heard your interview with uh, beth craig um mm-hmm. now she's one of our juniors as well which is a bit like one of those where you're like oh yeah you're good you're good at football you're good at hockey but she plays in goals for um or she was she was in the under 16s and now she's transferred into the lady c team this yep. season but she's also um one of the athletes that I have on my in my tutor group for the oh, sports academy. Awesome. So I've seen her develop the last like few months coming out of a shell, mm. being able to talk a little bit more. And I kind of hope that that's come down to some of the hockey stuff as well as the football stuff. But um, I heard as well as her mum saying this morning about the um, football leagues deteriorating yeah. for the women's. Now I've you know I've been on that side as well, and I've seen it go from you know, X amount of clubs down to, you know, the same sort of five clubs mm. and they're scratching for players some t- some weeks. And, like, to see that gap between the sort of 15 and 18-year-olds mm. um, sort of just drift off and the players sort of not be there, it's really sad. And yeah, I really wouldn't want that to happen no. for hockey. You know, we're, we're in the lucky position that we play on a Saturday and not a lot of um, women's sports actually cross yeah. with that, yeah. whereas we lose players, um, male players, because they're playing football, right? Okay. Or rugby, or yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time, yeah, but girls get best of both worlds because they can still play the netball on the Sunday, yeah. can't they? Yeah, football. and they can still play the football on the Sunday. Yeah. But weekend, like, <laughs> yeah. you, like you said about the um, participation rates yeah. for the. Um, You've got to give them a goal. Mm. You've yeah. we've got to give it. So this year we've started. Um, well, last year we started the under-18s uh, composite squad mm-hmm. for the Ireland team, and then this year they've got the under-14s as well. So it's so given them goals targets. that they know that they're going to have. Ex- uh, I think it's like they're guaranteed two games, mm-hmm. whether they go out in the first round or not. Um, so it's just making sure that then it goes all, filters all the way through and keeps people involved and keeps them progressing. Yeah, it keeps them on the hook for something to work towards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah, it's so it's so funny that you noticed that about Beth as well because I said to her in the past couple of months that I haven't seen her, one, she's now taller than me. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which isn't that difficult to be fair. Um, but also, yeah, she spoke so much more confidently. Yeah. And, mm. um, and she was talking about hockey and how much she loved hockey and then her mum yeah. was like, hockey's really got it made because, you know, she's aspiring towards stuff and, and it's a lot more difficult with girls' football mm. on the island and girls' rugby and girls' basketball. It oh, seems gosh. to be a real, yeah, real struggle. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and I think, do you think because hockey is kind of part of the school curriculum that more girls um sort of it, it seems to be hockey and netball come mm. across like they've got the highest yeah, yeah they've definitely got the rates. highest participation rates mm. in the Alf man i would say yeah. um it's a big for female wise because yeah, yeah both sports have got to have over 300 females yeah. competing mm. at a weekend yeah. so you know that's yeah. definitely yeah. The, big sports that when you especially when you hit high school and you know and at primary as well um but you know it's mixed at primary. I don't know how much secondary boys hockey's played now. No, I think it's really um, curriculum. No, because um, a couple of guys I know their children um, actually go to King Williams, and they've been trying to get it onto right. the curriculum at King Williams because they are sort of like, well, they're known for how well they play hockey, mm. but. Um, not male. Yeah, you can't hockey. do it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you can't do it in your lesson time. Yeah. So, um, but it's interesting because you know I take hockey club and there's a at primary school at HBN and you know there's a couple of cracking little boy players mm-hmm. and and a couple of them do go to our our, our club as well and I think because it starts in like as a three four mixed tournament like a year three four mixed tournament um, and if you can get you know the children involved then through max youth games as well. I think you've got to try and get them early, like especially yeah. boys. Girls, you know, you can pick up more probably at high school. Yeah, definitely. But with boys, I think, um, you know, they need that push yeah, as definitely. well. I know that there's only so much you can fit into the school curriculum, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> it does feel like we still need to kind of break down these stereotypes that this yeah. is a girls' sport and this is a boys' yeah. sport. Yeah, definitely. Um, that massively needs to go. Coming back to the men's game, it's sort mm. of like tensions from a few players. Surely you'd think that playing against women, you're you have to adapt your play, don't you? So I mean, it's it. I wouldn't imagine that you guys would be any lower of a standard than the men, but you might play in a different way. And surely that's a good thing to be challenged in that way. And I guess if the mixed league wasn't there, it would just make things a little bit blander yeah. by the sounds of it. I think the men, obviously, the you know, physically, the men are stronger and yeah. they can, you know. Well, I've push seen Kim ball. doing like <laughs> yeah, pull ups in the gym. <laughs> I remember watching it and I was, thinking, I was just thinking, don't let her see you watching, you're watching her in the mirror. She's going to think you're a right creep. But I was just like, oh my yeah. God, that's like 50 in a row. <laughs> but, you know, if you're a girl and you or a lady and you play against the men, you want to be treated. You want don't want them to go soft on no, you. Absolutely. You know, you're no, playing a mixed league. You know, you have to. Had a fair few yeah, rumbles against yeah, my own boyfriend absolutely. this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're taking each other out in uh, it's both of things because you don't necessarily have to be the stronger player, but you know, if you're a good tackler, you know, and you win the ball, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, oh, you know, you you have to the be reward for getting player. that yeah. of a boy yeah. or yeah, a man yeah. or you know, or a woman or a girl. Either way, like you know, yeah, you've absolutely. got you've got the ball cleanly. Pumped up. Mm. Mm. And um, you know, it's a good it's a good factor, isn't it? A good bit of a confidence boost for Absolutely, you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um thinking, you know, yeah, they might be a little bit quicker than me, but if I can stick my yeah. stick in, get a good tackle <laughs> in here, then you know, slow them down. Um 
We yeah, fish to 50, you come yeah. off the best. That's yeah, even, yeah, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, that's, when you're getting put in that scenario, yeah. definitely. Um, it's, it definitely gives you a bit of a confidence anyway, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think but, you have to, as a girl, especially playing against men, because they, you know, they can run quicker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we, we, I think probably we have to change our game more to up our game to play yes. against the yeah. men, rather than the men changing their game, because I don't think, you know, they have they change their game as much. I don't know. I'm not a man to. Yeah. Well, I to think make that for, like formation wise as well. You probably you you wouldn't play your strongest position like you would play in the ladies because mm. the male would necessarily take that. Usually they'll mm. take that sort of dominant position in the midfield. However, I think like in Vikings, we've always tried to put a woman in the midfield yeah. to sort of actually make us stronger down one of the other yeah. avenues to mm-hmm. try and sort of see whether that would beat or break down one of the other teams. You know, mm-hmm. having a, a guy out on the left or the right well, like wing with the pace mm. that they've got, you know, if they can cut in and get along that baseline, you know, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, you go back to ladies and I'm like, oh, I've forgotten how to play here because <laughs> yeah. I've been playing out in a different position. But then... That doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. No, definitely it, it, not. You, you know, just you've, have to be you've got. Yeah, yeah, you do have to be versatile. And versatility like goes a long way in any sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there like an ongoing conversation about the mixed league? Then, is there a risk that it's not going to be around for much longer? I think there's like a few main drivers, like like personal people, mm-hmm. um, but I think unless you've got something to back it up with unless we've got a plan of what other options and what are, what's everyone else going to get out of it that's better for both the females and the males and not just the males or not just yeah. the females, it's, it's then I don't think it can be a question that can be asked right now. But if someone came up with something, then fine. Yeah, it's Fair enough. Be beneficial for but, all. Like, not just, obviously, takeaway mixing, obviously, the men excel, like Kim said. You know, it's got to be, and throughout all the other leagues as well, you've got something's got to be in place in order for everybody to perform at the highest that they can do in each and every league. Not, you know, it's not necessarily just the, the top elite guys as well. Yeah. So yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in order to improve that mass participation, it's got to, everything's still got to run smoothly and, you know, everything's still got to be there in place for, mm-hmm. for people to excel from the bottom all the way up to the top, you know, otherwise... You're gonna have a drop off. And I think and, you know we've you've still got how many leagues are there in the mix? Is it five, five, no, five leagues in the mix. So I think that just sort of says how if, if if we didn't have enough teams for the leagues, then yes, you'd have to rethink yeah. it. But the fact that you're still getting so many teams from each club wanting to play mixed yeah. and putting teams yeah. in to the mixed leagues, then I think that sort of yeah. Tells I think us take me. for instance out of our club which I think you've got 180 members playing at the moment, mm. um, two of those members only play ladies only. Everyone else plays mixed yeah. and men's and ladies. Yeah. So I think when that you look at it like itself. that, yeah. Yeah. like you know, they could take the decision to only play, only play ladies, but no one seems to really. No. I mean, it would, would be interesting to see what people think in terms of, like, if people, like we mentioned before, playing against the same team in, you know, every week, it would, like, are people going to get bored of playing the same players, you know, all the time? Um, I and think because you do know, like, the man is small. You know people's It's like any game. sport. You know, you know the tactics of some players. You mm. know how to, mm. you know, you can read their games almost yeah. because, yeah. you know... And it's like netball, basketball, whatever. You know the players you have to watch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you, 
it almost get a bit... Kind of lose the mystery, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, that's and then yeah, it's so exactly. good to play. Yeah. You know, when, when you're playing in the Ireland team, to play across against really good standard and you've got no idea what these players... You know, you mm. turn onto a pitch and... You've got no idea what to expect. Yeah, yeah you've got, when you've got to up your game. Great, you've got it? to be prepared. You've yeah. got to, yeah. And I think if you didn't have those different plays, like those different teams to play mm-hmm. against, then that would widen the gap mm-hmm. between yeah. our standard and the mm-hmm. standard across. Because, yeah. like you say, we would just be playing the same people yeah. over and over and mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in terms of like participation, like you said, you would get a drop off without the mixed league. I think it's well going off like basketball, rugby. Yeah. It seems that the sports that train together mixed from childhood throughout school, mm-hmm. those are the sports that seem to be the most level pegging in terms of mm-hmm. numbers mm-hmm. and yes. ability and sort of attitude towards it. Um, you know, like mixed hockey is like I just see it as hockey yeah. rather than women's rugby. Do you know, yeah. it really yeah. annoys me. I know it's such a small yeah. thing, but it's like just call it rugby. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you don't, and it doesn't come across like you get that as much. No, definitely not. No, hockey. yeah, I don't think we do. No, because they just say, you know, if you if anybody's reporting on it's reporting on hockey or talking about hockey fixtures, yeah. not women's fixtures. Not yeah, it's just everything's just yeah, like it's whole, not and, yeah. and the thing yeah. is, that if it is women's fixtures, it's also men's fixtures yes. as well. And yeah, that's you know, true. I think those small things go a really yeah. long way. So mm-hmm. I think hockey's doing well in. In yeah, that yeah. I guess I guess you're absolutely right in terms of in terms of like equal mm. equal level levels, like you said, and yeah, definitely the way that everybody sees it from an outside perspective, like you said, is is hopefully both men's and ladies, mm. isn't it equally? Yeah, it's just some more sort of fun questions for you. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, what would you say the highlight of your hockey career has been? Oh, um, um, I don't know whether or not we might all be the same. Yeah, we probably <laughs> are all going to be the same. <laughs> when we uh, finally won the uh, counties. counties yeah. yeah, when yeah, we finally won Northern the, Counties yeah, after years of think, Well, I, I've, I've been going, I was 16 when I was first in the Ireland team, and I think I've been every year since. <laughs> yeah. And to finally win it two years ago. Um, oh, yeah, it was definitely one of my proudest moments yeah. because. Uh, to ju- even just a captain and to, you know, everyone in that team had been trying for so long as well. Finally, all just clicked and we played so well. And, you know, to come away with the win. Um, that must have felt amazing. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it, was. It, it, yeah. it felt like we were kind of celebrating it well, for a long time. Unfortunately, <laughs> years and years, we always used to be the underdog and we always used to be sort of last place or... Travelling you know, over, we get the worst fixtures. And, you know... As much as we loved it, because again we were playing against different ple- people, and you know we oh, always loved really a good, good trip, standard of um, hockey as well, and it was always good standard of hockey, like Lou said, you know. So it was always you never wanted to say no, but you knew, oh gosh, we might lose here, quite yeah. a few goals might have, you know. <laughs> but eventually, like you said about the change of game as well, like you know, the squad and the juniors and everything has developed, strength and conditioning, yeah, and, and, and everything has worked, and eventually we've got to a stage where. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, the, the girls that we used to play with are fantastic, but, like, the type of game that we're playing now at Counties is is completely different to yeah. when we first yeah. started playing. Um, and like Kim said, all, like, fortunately, it all worked. We had some really good juniors. We had some really good, oh, I say old girls. Well, you know, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> like, well, not originals, but we've been there for a while. Um, within, you know, amongst everybody as well. It was just it was just lovely to finally... Yeah. Especially when you think, get it and think, yes, the Isle of Man, we've yeah, done it for yeah. once. Um, like at that counties competition, you're playing like so Yorkshire, Lancashire, Cumbria, Cheshire, Durham. You know, these are big counties, big, yeah. and for us, yeah. it's a little island to go away and even compete against these. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we 
and that these girls are playing it. national yeah. most of their teams are playing national prem or conference yeah and you look at them and you're like oh wow you know we ended up playing um Susie Petty who plays for England um she was playing for Yorkshire when she was coming wow. through and then the next next month she had a call up for England and you're like yeah she was amazing oh, I got to play against her <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, like exactly. wow I'll, I'll take that yeah. I'll tackle yeah. her <laughs> yeah. it was ace yeah. that was um, awesome it's just it is aspiring like her, her mum as well is always at the clubhouse um when we go to um Ben Ridden and like she proper her mum's still there making oh. like teas mm. and helping out and mucking in and you just like that's the family aspect yeah. coming back yeah. through it yeah. again, yeah. even at that level. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, other than the counties, the, probably another moment for me was when we got the hundred games. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, um, hundred games unbeaten. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Hundred games unbeaten. Games, yeah. yeah, I think we got to a hundred. 27 before really? the... that was just ladies yeah, yeah just ladies, ladies. Yeah. yeah wow so it was over a period of 10 years mm-hmm. yeah that's, so that was pretty that's ridiculous yeah. who yeah. beat you in the end um it was the do we not want to say their name <laughs> no it was the um thing about our player got overturned oh, oh yeah okay yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, right. We're over it. We're over it. We're over it. Um, back, back, yeah. back in business, aren't we, this season? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we still, we still won the cup. Like, <laughs> yeah. we still, like, you know, and, and even still, it's annoying. But mm. the Manx hockey didn't follow what England hockey did um, in the fact that they reversed right. the goals and the points. Whereas England hockey only reverse the points, right? So if we hadn't, goal we wouldn't have had to have gone out to try and beat yeah. teams like by X amount to yeah. nil, and it went down to one goal. So but anyway, so you yeah. still did <laughs> a really this good year, job. Though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, when is the most nervous you've ever been? Um, like, have you ever have you ever been sick before a game? God, I remember athletics yeah. meetings, and I don't think I ever was sick before a race. But I think being on your own, um, I was always like, yeah, Whoa. I think. <laughs> You know what? That petrifies me to be like because I'm so used to playing in a team sport. The oh, fact I couldn't of go being back. an individual, yeah. you know, I think that petrifies me. Yeah, like, I um, I struggle with like entering races and stuff because I think I've just been so used to being in the team mm. all the time. I just, yeah. I think that just works in your favour. You just feel you get a confidence boost from being do, around, yeah. surrounded by other people. And um, I can't say I've ever been sick before a game. No, I've been I've sick been from sick. maybe too much, like trying your hardest and oh, you know exhaustion possibly or oh, well, sunstroke normally because if we go away <laughs> we if we go away to <laughs> island competitions unfortunately my pale face sort of gets, uh, oh, no. gets some sort of sunstroke um <laughs> unfortunately um but again yeah i think if i was on my own um you know i think i would be in a bit mm. of a different scenario mm. i think you know being at uni being at trials to get into like your teams and that kind of thing and um i think that puts a lot of pressure on you as an individual yeah, yeah. Um, but you know i have huge admiration for people that enter races and do individual events because like it's down to you and yeah. stuff like that um, yeah. you know it is down to you and i'd like to say that i'd i'd hopefully be all right in that sort of situation but um it's just nice yeah. having a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have butterflies yeah. every week. I mean, yeah, I don't, <laughs> like, get, don't get me wrong, I'm nervous, but, you know, I don't get to That stomach so feeling, up, I actually like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like feeling it, like, especially good, on a Friday yeah. when I start thinking about Ooh. the next day. I'm just like, I think it was worse when we were before, like, the um, the unbeaten run. I was like, yes. oh, is it going to be this week? Is yeah. it going to be this week? Is it going to yeah. be this week? 
and you kind of feel a little bit better now like ever like you don't like quite feel that pressure yeah, but yeah. at the same like... time you sort of now you're like nervous in a different way yeah yeah um you're trying to sort of mold that into like just putting it into performance yeah, rather than uh, letting also, it overtake you also reverting back to when you're playing against people that you don't don't know that's when you're even more nervous yeah. so when we go away for counties or when we're entering the cup competition when we have no idea mm. what the opposition is like that's yeah. where i'm at probably it's, it's funny it? because you see nervous. you see people out of the team dealing with it in um, very different ways mm-hmm. like even at island level or at club level and sometimes you just want to turn around and be like right i know you're doing this yeah don't look at them just get get on with your yeah, own game. Yeah, just carry on. And it's quite like, funny because yeah, what are your <laughs> what are your pre-game routines to sort of manage those nerves? Um, usually, mine's not to forget anything. <laughs> yeah, I go from nightmare. top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. Not to thinking anything, about everything, every piece put of good, equipment. Put a good little tune on before you get mm. down to the pitch. It's always the it's always a good one. I'm a bit frantic now. That I've got two children trying to get everything ready. It's not. I don't normally really have that much time to think about it till I get to the side of the pitch. Um, but normally it's like get good tune, make sure you've got the right kit, or it's already. Sometimes it's out the night before. Yeah, yeah out the night before. Like particularly it's when every, all of the team are sending photographs of it all out lay lay out on their beds. Yeah, the night before. Um, you can always good. smell the people who have been out the night before on the netball court, <laughs> sweating. It's coming out their pores. <laughs> Um, that's quite a good thing that hockey's on a Saturday. Yes. Because I play netball as well on a Sunday and sometimes it's, it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Party nights are sometimes good fun as well. Yeah, though. true, true. I um, think, I think uh, for me, for ritual-wise, just trying, like, yeah, go equipment-wise, try and put mm-hmm. it in the sort of same order, really, and I put, always put my captain's armband on pretty much last thing before we mm. start the game i sort of have it in my pocket i don't put it on while we're warming up generally i think that's just a con like a conscious thing that i do um i don't have anything any like lucky socks or anything like that i used to have like a ribbon i used to put ribbon when i was a little younger like when we used to play counties you just put like a little yellow and red ribbon in but yeah i didn't I've done that for a long time. Yeah, I think it should bring it back. So. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I'm not sure I've got that so much anymore, but yeah. Bring it back. I'm bad at, I'm bad at eating and stuff before because I've, I've sort of tried to train myself as well um, into not getting stitches and stuff, but it's not really worked out too well, but I've tried. <laughs> um, so I tried to sort of eat more late on the night before to so that it carries on through and just smaller meals um but i know some people like certain breakfasts yeah i know that my boyfriend he always has dippy eggs before a big game <laughs> really yeah, <What>? yeah. <laughs> always like that's like without fail yeah um it used to be like years ago when we played cup games on a sunday didn't we yeah and i'd yeah. always have a like a roast dinner, roast dinner yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i couldn't believe that the uh, her and her sister come down after having a full yeah. roast dinner i don't do that anymore, anymore. <laughs> yeah. don't do that anymore. Um, usually like porridge or something like yeah breakfast. Mm. bit of energy how is it going away and having kids and then coming back to the sport uh yeah it's quite it's quite tricky um so um Coming back this time round, um, obviously I was going straight into um, the mixed season. So when I first had uh, my first child, I went back into the ladies season. So I felt there was not an ease, but I felt it was easier to get back into ladies mm-hmm. um, as opposed to this time round. I only played a couple of games, don't get me wrong. So I wasn't really supposed to be playing mixed, but they were short. So I uh, 
came out and uh, my husband called me up to play a couple of games, so I couldn't say no, really. Um, <laughs> um, so I guess that had added pressure because obviously we're playing straight away for the first team, not only in the first team, but also playing against the men. Um, so, you know, my touch wasn't quite there. My fitness definitely wasn't there. Um, so it, it was quite difficult. In your mm. mind, you've got to sort of like sort of get over it and just mind over matter and just be like, okay, it's not going to be at its top. Yeah, it's not going to be at the greatest. Yeah. You've got to work your way back up again. So sometimes I come off the pitch and I'd be annoyed with myself. But, you know, you've got to think about, you know, I've only had my child yeah. several months ago. So you've got to like sort of... You're quite be, hard on yourself. You've got yeah. To, yeah, but you've just got to be a bit more relaxed about it and just like, I'll get there eventually. You know, your fitness will come back. Um, I think a lot of people see professionals now go, going back to the sport quite quickly. But I think um, the normal mum doesn't think about doesn't have a the fact that uh, you, yeah, yeah. you haven't got a personal trainer, you haven't yeah. got someone who's looking mm. after your child the whole time, yeah. you're not training three times a day, mm. you know, and I think a lot of um, the media sort of puts that pressure on yeah, to new definitely. mums now to get back into that shape, like, yeah, straight away. Definitely, mm. and yeah. I think I think it was easier coming back first time round because we've only got one child, so it was I felt, I felt more time... Um, to actually go off and do a bit of exercise whereas this time around again it's harder to to get yourself out when you've got two children to try and go out and do a run just even a run in the evening you know so before you know you might be absolutely shattered and you just you haven't got the energy to go and do it so sometimes you have got to sort of force yourself out but um, there's loads of help out there as well which is really nice so like I did CrossFit throughout both my pregnancy um, and had really good help Um, Erin there was absolutely fantastic and Bronner's um, and all the staff there were great to like help me work and keep to my strength as much as I possibly could. So basically, before I had my children, I wanted to be at my best strength that I could possibly be. And then obviously during my pregnancy, I wanted to try and keep training as much as possible to obviously still be strong. Um, and then obviously still maintain a little bit of fitness um, so that coming back would be easier. So I still have the strength and everything. So um You've done well, though. It's good to have, you know, that, that there's options there to to help yeah. build um, and give you advice and figure out what you need to do and not force yourself. I think probably came back a little bit too fast first time round. So I knew I knew deep down this time I wanted a bit bit more time. Didn't want to rush into it. Um, so I did that. And, um, you know, I think that's that's paid off by not rushing back. Uh, whereas first time I uh, possibly went a little bit too quick, mm. you know, thinking, oh, I've got to be fit. I've got to yeah. be at my fittest. I've got to go back. And, you know, you always feel the competition to be back. Yeah. I've got to be back in like two months time, you know, whereas this time around, I think it's just... Just no, do it when you're ready. Feel, you know, you know yourself and your body when you're comfortable to, yeah. to get back into exercise. So It's really yeah. inspiring. And I think that hearing someone who has children and plays at such a competitive level will go a long way with a lot of women, even, even who yeah. just want to play sort of um, for fun. Yeah. You know, just mm. hearing that someone has also gone through that and, ex- yeah, and accepted definitely. the fact that it's a struggle. Yeah. And, I mean... Um, I I got injured and throughout my injury I like had a busted Achilles and like carried on going to the gym to do all yes. my other strength work and whatnot and still went back on and had my first netball game in September and came off so disappointed and yeah. I was like why are you disappointed yeah. like yeah. you yeah. you were never gonna go back in yeah. flying that yeah. was totally unrealistic. It's just accepting it. It's hard it to is, accept it. Exactly. But- it is. It's, um, it's a difficult one to be in, you know, men- mentally to sort of think, yeah, you're not going to be at your top. You know, you just sort of got to get over yeah. that. But mm. it's it's a, it's a hard yeah, hard thing to, to accept. Definitely. But that's why it's so good hearing people like yourself sort of talk well, through had, that. We've had quite a few 
people have We've children got, like, lately. Like, there's a lot. I don't, yeah. like if, I don't know if either of you two have had kids. No. Or, no. no or no. any injuries or anything that you've touched wood, um, if not. Touch wood? <laughs> Decision, you know the hockey ball is so hard. Years, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the only injury I've had really made is I broke my nose. Yeah, that was an indoor. The ball hit me on the nose. Um, but touch wood, we have been. Yeah, quite lucky. I think we're all free. Yeah, I think we're. Really. Uh, I think yeah. that's oh again God, another thing to know. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it is so down to that whole um, everyone is looking to get stronger and fitter now, and you know. Before we go to counties, we were in the Sports Institute for Strength and Conditioning, and I think we use that to its max. And whether people are doing it in there or doing it off in their own gyms as well, yeah. I think people are just taking it a little bit more seriously now. Um, and I know counties just gone, and the one before that, we didn't have any injuries or any tiredness down yeah. to sort of lack of um, looking after after yourself. Mm. Um, whereas. I know the lads um, suffered quite a few injuries um, and a few of them were down to maybe not... Doing um, that strength and conditioning. Doing, well, yeah, yeah or good. just sort of making sure that their recovery was right the day mm. before mm. because you're playing five, six matches in two days. And, yeah, it's a lot. Um, yeah. What we found best um, the last couple of years is we've actually done our strength and conditioning session and then gone straight out onto the pitch for a training session because when we've kind of seen it as, all right, well, we're training under fatigue. And that's what we got to get used to because mm. you're playing five, six games yeah, in tiring. one weekend. You are playing under fatigue because a lot of the time we get a back-to-back game, yeah. mm. which, you know, with a squad of 15, you've still only got the four or five subs to go yeah. on. You, you, st- Everyone's still got 140 yeah. minutes in their legs. You're putting 100% in every minute you're on mm. the pitch because it's, they are such good competitive games, so... Mm you know you do tie yourself out and that's what you expect every player you want them to push as hard as they can so yeah if you don't come home from counties a bit stiff and sore that's actually a really good training idea you know because mm. I've, I've never done a strength and conditioning session and then gone in to do like sprints or anything but actually good warm up too yeah 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 <laughs> it's definitely something because like with netball europe and whatnot that's yeah, like course, yeah. a lot of games in yeah. a short like short amount of time and i remember the first time doing it in gibraltar by day three yeah. i was i can't yeah. swear but <laughs> you know yeah. i was just like thinking yeah. internally take me yeah. off like yeah. I, i'm not i'm letting the team down take me off yeah. you know so um yeah training wise is you know yeah. you guys have obviously got that down to a t yeah. which is awesome <laughs> um have you ever had any Red Ross moments? I asked this question of, of everyone. Like, have you ever gotten really angry during a game? We call it the rage. The yeah. rage, yeah. The rage, yeah. yeah. We do every so often get a little bit of the rage. Yeah, and you know when someone's got the rage because they go on like a <laughs> yeah, one-woman yeah. ramp right up to the top of the I pitch. I feel like I'm invincible, so when I get the rage, I'm like, right, that's it. It's me against the rest yeah. of the team. You can tell when Joe gets the yeah, rage. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. And, and so I actually had the rage on Saturday, which um, I don't get it often, but when I get it, I'm like, right, I need to take myself off. <laughs> so I'll do a little run, get some frustration out, and then I'm like, right, get me off. <laughs> um, and I guess it's good to know, like, when I know the signs that I need to get myself yeah. off, because I've, I've never got myself into a situation where I've been, 
you know no nothing too major no because yeah, I, I think I try and you know if you hear someone saying something towards you I try and use it to uh, to actually fire me up rather well, that's than what I like that's what the, I try to rage you show them what I've got I'm like you keep saying stuff to me that's fine because all you're doing is my ego is going up and I'll play better I think we've all We've all had cards, haven't we? Oh yeah. Oh, have you? What yeah. What was the worst thing you did to get a card? Oh well, I, I, well, it's usually for like a bad tackle. It's normally a bad tackle, yeah. but again, it's most of the time when we get cards, it's again when we go away for county competitions. Yeah. Is normally when you get it, and that's because you're putting in. You didn't have one card last time. No, no. no. You're putting in so much effort, yeah. but also again, like you're playing against players that you don't recognize, or you're playing against players that are just simply better than you are mm. and you know sometimes those those mistakes do come into play just from like yeah. a late or pure tightness or like you said you're playing two three games in a row yeah. and then obviously that's when the tightness yeah. kicks in and you tackles a bit late do a little bit of a chop you know chop yeah. tackle and you know, you get actually you should get up and have a sit down for <laughs> two so, minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's normally when um yeah. we tend to get caught is um is i know counties, we've had counties before where they were more strict on like it was a few years ago on the umpiring where we got card. I think I got two cards for not, not being, being five. five. Yeah. yeah, yes. And, and you, like, oh, you were asking. Yeah. And the umpire like for not being what so five, five yards. Five yards oh, from right. the okay, hit. Okay. So they brought it in and they were like, "Oh, we're going to be super strict with this. This is the main thing that we're looking yeah. for." So instead of like just being consistent over all of the rules, they just went in on that oh, one just went yeah. for everything. On yeah. yeah, yeah every time. Um, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you've got to be a good five. I'm like. Well, five's five. Yeah, yeah. What's a good five? It's not five? six, seven, yeah. or eight. Yeah. It's five. You've got to be a good ten five. So you're sort of a bit like, mm, okay. But then a lot of the time now, people like put the hand up and like show like Check. a five on the hand, right? To, and say, "Am I okay?" Signal, yeah. You know, and a lot of the times, a good umpire will tell you, yeah, to step yeah. back. Whereas I think some people just wanted to uh, yeah. lay down the law, didn't they? Well, but, I think. I get more annoyed at myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Well it's not, it's normally better. myself that I get yeah. get frustrated at. And I'll just take myself off and then, you know, have a talk yeah. to myself and say, right, pull your act together and get back on. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. yeah. But it's more frustration that I yeah. always get a bit cross. Yeah, definitely. If um, there's any girls out there or women out there who want to try hockey and give it a go, but sometimes, you know, starting anything new if you're on your own um, can be quite a daunting thing. What advice would you give to them? I'd say just go for it. I mean, there's new players. We've got new players starting each year. You know, yeah. there's um, girls who've come and they haven't played hockey since high school and you think, and they're nervous, but, you know, we're a very welcoming club. And, you know, all, all the clubs across the island are yeah, really welcoming, definitely. very social. You know, we've played hockey together for, like, 20, 20 years. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're quite... <laughs> yeah, and, but there's new players coming in all the time and... You know, with whole well-being and it being good for your health and mental yeah. health now, I think just just give it a go. So if you don't practice. try it, you don't find mm. out, do you? For you personally, what do mm-hmm. you love most about hockey? Yeah, there's a, there's a numerous things really, isn't it? Like just be like I said when I mentioned about being in a team, like yeah. seeing the girls' faces every week. It's nice to like you know that's well actually to be fair I was talking about this the other day and I, I just sort of said well what do I do on a Saturday I, yeah. I actually don't know what to do with myself on a Saturday if I if I wasn't involved in hockey yeah. um I think we, I said it to Kim actually last weekend didn't I and yeah so I said we've been involved in hockey every Saturday since we were about eight years old <laughs> like it just seems weird not having hockey okay in the summertime you've got the sun hopefully yeah. and you keep yourself <laughs> or you're on holiday and you keep yourself busy that way but 
um, during the winter months, it's kind of like, well, what else do we do? It's kind of just sort of like the norm, really, isn't it? And um, and like you said, it's so family oriented. My my daughter absolutely loves coming down to the side of the pitch. She loves cheering on all the girls. She knows all the players. Like she talks to all the other people supporting. You know, it's a lovely environment for her um, to be involved. She brings down a little scooter. Absolutely loves it. Like that's you know, come rain or shine, she wants to be down there. Um, and I think it's just sort of like yeah, it's a fa- it's like not just family, but it's just so social. Um, you come off feeling good, you know. Obviously, the endorphins from from taking part in a sport, and you you feel like yeah, I've done my I've done my bit for Saturday. You can maybe have a little sneaky, you know, chocolate bar or you know, takeaway <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday night. You know, you're feeling good that you've done something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a reward of playing with people that you know, isn't it? And yeah. And yeah. striving to be like successful. Yeah, you know, striving to be the best, the best you can. You can, yeah. yeah. And yeah, the team, the team, the family aspect, the pushing yourself. Yeah, friendships. If yeah, you, know, you make yeah. friendships that you like, you you take for granted at times because yeah, you I see think. them every week in every training session, every Monday at indoor, mm. and you're like, well, actually, they're not just like your friends; they're, pr- they're practically family because mm. you probably see them more than some <laughs> some yeah. of your family. Um. I think you know you start to think of like how long yeah. we've all played together, and mm. some of us, some of the others, like even between all three, like between all three of like the ladies' teams, like especially like we've got people that we've grown up with in all of those teams, and just to see like everyone enjoying it and coming off the pitch at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, like and being happy, that's like one of the best things because mm-hmm. I know I've been coaching the. Um, C team and I was down there with their first game because that was the first time we've had a C team in the last few years and it was a completely brand new team and to come off at the end and like look at them all looking at you and you're just like well done girls yeah, well yeah. done such a good feeling yeah. well it must be good because I remember you two babysitting me when I was about five <laughs> and I remember thinking they're such good hockey players <laughs> at that age <laughs> yeah brilliant thank you very much no, thank, thank you, you. Awesome. Cheers. cheers